My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along and changed everything. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamlined my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. Good morning, video games. Welcome to Filthy Casuals, a podcast about video games, hosted by three very kind and extremely knowledgeable boys. Thank you for joining us. My name is Tommy Dasselow, and with me, as always, we have... Benvenel. Tommy, how are you, my friend? Coming through loud and clear. As I always am, every single time we try to record. (laughs) Joining us on the table... Is my mic plugged in? That's not the noise it would make if my microphone (laughs) wasn't plugged in. It wouldn't sound like you were a bee. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Vague might sound like that. It would probably just like white noise. Yeah. What what insect would you want to be if you had to be an insect? Jeez. Um, One of life's great questions, isn't it? Yes. All right. <laughs> just an insect? No arachnids. No general bugs. Just insects. Okay, I'll I'll give you this one. General bugs. Creepy crawlies. <laughs> Things that go bump in the night. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> well, I'd still want to be an insect probably because I want to be able to fly. <laughs> Why did you ask? Because <laughs> well, I was thinking scorpion because they've got the most weapons. Okay. But, right. Uh, uh, maybe like a, some kind of beetle. People don't seem pissed off at beetles. I'd probably get left alone. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you're you don't want to cause irritation to the people around. Just you. because that makes you at risk of being killed by a person. Yeah. Okay. Right. So I've no heard, no bull ants, no bees, right. nothing. Yeah. Very few people are gonna squish a ladybug. I had a ladybug on me on the tram. Wow. Yeah. Did you squish it? No. <laughs> not by not deliberately. Um, it, okay. it flew in through the window mm-hmm. as you might expect. Yes. But then it landed on me. Did it tap on? Uh, it didn't I, oh. And I find it immediately <laughs> Yeah that's fair I gave it the option of $75 on the spot Or you can give me What would ladybugs eat? I'm aphids They eat aphids 200 aphids there later on mm-hmm. <laughs> Which would still be a pretty easily manageable number of aphids I feel like I, I had it when them. The PSOs They bail up this elderly old ladybug And yep. they're fucking She doesn't know what's going on She doesn't mm. speak English No And they're trying to intimidate her yeah. no, no bugs speak English <laughs> That's why <laughs> What is it about, That is an interesting defence mechanism That the ladybug has Against us cute. humans Just be, It's like any mm. other type of insect, I don't think twice about giving it a big old smush. Maybe like but a, a ladybug, Christmas I'm like, beetle. This is a beautiful work of art. Yes. yes. I can't touch this. That's yeah. also what like baby animals do. They deliberately are cute. And cats, right? Cats meow to charm humans. They don't meow to each other. I guess they're not deliberately cute, but we've evolved to find them cute or something. There's been a a code thing. Mm -hmm. And so you find big eyes and shit like that cute. That's why anime is so cute. (laughs) (laughs) I like the phrasing deliberately cute. (laughs) The cat looking in the mirror and going, this is 
an absolute glow. But like up. when dogs are like <laughs> rolling around and shit like that, they're being like, "Come on, don't feed me," as if mm. you're going to. Right, right. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. it's a th- real thirst trap. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you gotta fill up that little water bowl. Dogs and cats are thoughts. <laughs> I'd be a dung beetle. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I guess that Just, that'd be fine. Yeah, yeah. You probably wouldn't mind the smell of shit, which yeah. takes away one of the worst smells you can smell. Totally, it becomes a positive. Oh, mm. you're invincible then. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Who? No, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I really, I was, <laughs> I was gonna say something of like who watches the Watchmen, but I was like, this doesn't fit. Who? Who sh- stinks? Who smells a stink bug? Mm. Does stink bugs stink? Yes, Wait, I've, there's been I've played more video games in the last few days than I have in so long. Then you've but done this other is what things. we're doing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just quickly though, I sent Ben this today. It was a thing I found on Twitter of like someone had screenshotted the the podcast mm. page that's all podcasts talking about the HBO series The Watchmen. Oh yeah, and there's like, and I know this is rich coming from someone on a podcast <laughs> that has the name that several other video games based podcasts have. But <laughs> there are so many pods called some version of us watching the Watchmen. Yeah. Watchmen watches. <laughs> Who who's watching the watch? It's like just everything about it. Just another another chorus same, of voices like same yeah. art style of yeah. the logo. It's all the yellow and black, yeah. obviously. I bet there's one of them somewhere in the middle though, if you dug down that barrel, that's a guy going like once again, when you write in, for God's sake, this podcast is about me keeping tabs on watchmakers. Yes. I, don't, I think they're up to no good, yes. and I want to make sure that we know where they are at all times. Yes. If you're going to email me, make it about that. I don't know who the fuck <laughs> any of these people you're talking about are. Uh, I right. don't know what a, what a fucking uh, one of the uh, raw shack is. So he's, he's been doing this podcast for 10 years, and this yeah. whole time he's been going, God, I'd do anything to get more listeners. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, there's <laughs> this huge in flux and it's the bane of his existence be careful what you wish for yeah mm. who wishes for the wish maker our our <laughs> podcast aria watching the watchman is coming soon <laughs> <laughs> um well we need to do a quick update first of all there are a couple of big current releases releases this week that we mm. need to talk about but first of all we need to go back get a bit nostalgic both in terms of gaming itself and in terms of a topic from this podcast a few weeks ago we talked about adam knox building the uh ultimate infinity rig for gaming in his house where his goal is through a, th- through a series of complicated emulation to be able to access every video game that's ever been made. Mm. You remember that like in 80s movies how they would have like a scientist guy and he would just have this ridiculous big computer with all these pulleys and switches. They just made it to look <laughs> as complicated as possible. Mm-hmm. That's what I want. Yes. And I want each of those switches to be functional and like one turns on fucking Pac-Man and whatever. Sure. But that's that why I'm be- struggling to even think of like types of bugs and shit. My head is so <laughs> flooded with different forms of like <laughs> S-video input and all this bullshit that I've had to learn about. Oh my mm. God. That's kind of the shame about it is that you describe this and it sounds so unwieldy but then when you get to the reality of it it's like a box with like a bunch of cables coming out it's it it's a shame that you can't put in like you said a pulley like if you mm. did have some kind of like rope mechanism yeah. you do need <laughs> if you could work out a way to have some kind of like 50 style approach to yes. it, like a bit of Rube Goldberg action yeah you've got like there. a hamster on a wheel that <laughs> like powers something ideally right. I would have to do like a Dick Van Dyke Mary Poppins one man mm. band thing to get this thing started yes with like pulling shit with my legs shoveling and coal into an engine yeah <laughs> yeah because <laughs> yeah. that'll be your next thing you, there has to be there's like a sm- I, I need to hire a child to get into the back of this machine because <laughs> yes. it's too small for anyone 
anyone else to get in there. Because yeah. that's a long-standing thing of yours. We touch on on, on the show all the time that you know you, you have this fear that once all the digital stores go down, not a fear, a knowledge, a knowledge <laughs> that when <laughs> yes. they all go down, you, you're you're going to be annoyed that you're not ab- able to access all these games. And so that's kind of what this is in service of. I'd like uh-huh. to think that when you set this up and you have this impenetrable system, then your next fear is, well, what happens when all the power goes down? <laughs> yeah. And then your next task is a battery, a backup generator mm. that's going to keep yeah. you going. And I lose track of the most limited resource <laughs> of all, which is time. Yes. <laughs> and I die. Yes. Yeah. But I, it, I, it, so someone did say, I think in our Facebook group, you finish it, you get it all done, it's perfect, and then your thumbs fall off. And you can't right. play any of the yeah, games. Yeah, I'm going to have to have some bullshit Twilight Zone <laughs> thing. Yeah. Real Alanis Morissette shit. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh, damn it, I was actually looking for a spoon <laughs> at this wedding or whatever her song's about. Yeah. So you said to us before we started recording that you've got a bit of an update well, for us on the rig because the people are dying to know what's going on with mm. this, uh, this scheme. If you don't know, I'm trying to just get a thing set up where you can either emulate or play for real pretty much any game. Yeah. Mm. And it, it's going well, but the fucking Nintendo 64 is oh. really hard. <laughs> it's, and because we yes. did that fucking Rareware Bandcamp episode, which yep. will be up next Tuesday. And is out now for patrons on the $20 plus tier. Mm-hmm. That's correct. Features one of the greatest raps I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> yeah, we got Eminem on the podcast. Yep. <laughs> uh, the So emulation of the... So pretty much emulation of almost every other system is fine. Mm. Yep. It's good. Even mm. it's it's good enough that you would, but you know you'd notice the difference. But it's not going to be stuff to bother you. But Nintendo sixty four emulation for some reason has specific flaws with it that really bother me. Right. Do you mean? But when you say any other system, do you mean up until up the sixty four or kind of like the PS two? You okay. can do everything up to the Dreamcast pretty well. So you uh, think even exceptions. like GameCube is better than 64? Yes. Really? The GameCube is and the Wii is even because yes. there's really? a good one called Dolphin that can do them well. Okay. Um, but then like the PS2 has issues and you can't really do the original Xbox, but you can put like... Okay. So <laughs> the problem is years ago, I bought a thing called an EverDrive, <laughs> right? which you plug into a Nintendo 64 and it you put an SD card in that and it will run stuff off of there. Okay. But the problem is the one that I have is a little old now and to buy a new one, it's like fucking $250 or something. A new 64? A new EverDrive. Okay, right, right, right. right. And, and I might need a new 64 because the problem is that some of the games you can only play on this thing with cracks. By some, I mean one. It's Banjo-Tooie. Literally the only game that I'm really? fussed about. That you Re- can't get a good ROM for. But you but can. you can get that. You can buy it. On yeah, X- but it's like $100. Right. And what, am I going to buy a video game legally? That's <laughs> that, not the point. That's great. Noxie's a whole thing and there's just like one game in there that's b- been bought legitimately <laughs> yes. that cost him way too much but money. But then empty <laughs> game shelf except for one, <laughs> one if cartridge. You, if you have to get up and swap the cartridges once, you've failed. It right. defeats the whole point. No, you know what you. I mean? Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. You break the infinity spell. Exactly. And once you've sure. spent that much on the cartridge, well, then you'd never want to use it because the stakes are too Ooh, high. Right. Yes. So there is one good Nintendo 64 emulator <laughs> Or like a thing you can use It uses this like video driver called Angry Lion Mm. That then is really, really intensive on your computer And I don't have a good enough one Right And then the ones that are 
quicker. They, there's like little gaps in between all the polygons and like oh. the way that they programmed it apparently. And honestly, this is from trolling through these fucking forums mm-hmm. yeah, with these absolute lunatics. Whirlpool? Forum.bodybuilder.com. Yeah. <laughs> they're like, they're, no, they're these, th- like you just wind up in these bizarre parts of the internet right. that are then like. Plug the pod while you're in there. <laughs> yeah. Those guys yeah. would probably get a kick out of here in this. Put it in but your little forum signature. I, but I don't, you see, I'm not posting on any of them because the, a lot of these are the well, people who problem. have coded these You've things. You've got to ask for help. But they're jumping in there and they're getting into these fights oh, with one another great. that are stopping them from making any progress. If it sounds sick. It's yeah. literally, it's people like, it's going, hey, there's a problem with these polygons. And it was like a thing, I don't remember it exactly, but it's like when it was originally coded, they used two different types of maths to figure out the X and the Y axis. And so they're all a little bit <laughs> off. Right. And okay. someone's like, I think I've identified that that's a problem. Then a person underneath goes, oh, could we solve it like this? And a person underneath goes, fuck no, you idiot. <laughs> then the person underneath oh, goes, yeah. oh, so you ignoramuses. It's <laughs> a lot of word like ignoramus uh, getting yes. thrown around. I think the N-word's about to make an appearance. <laughs> no, it's more like, it's more uh, cerebral oh, than that, where okay. it's yeah, people, yeah. you know, going like, it's, yeah. it's ignoramus. Yeah. It's programmers. Like, yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, it right. is. Everyone who doesn't see things their way is doing so because they're dumber. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and okay, right. Anyway, it's yeah. just this big rabbit hole. And then, so... Banjo Tooie has a crack that like makes it work with the NTSC version, which would be fine. But I've got a PAL one, yeah, and yeah. I got a TV. So if you if you have an NTSC <laughs> signal coming <laughs> out of a PAL a machine, <laughs> if you have a PAL machine with an NTSC signal coming out of it, yes. it doesn't render it as NTSC. It puts it through as PAL sixty which is 60 frames per second PAL, and it's slightly off. And I honestly learned about like how the fucking frequencies that TVs read yes, work. The megahertz. And it's like 2.33 megahertz or something when it should be 2.34. Ooh. And so the TV doesn't know how to interpret that, and you get a ghosted image. It doubles okay, up, yeah, yeah. and it's all right. fucked. Right. And it's literally this one, like maybe three fucking games that won't do it, and it just has me run- driving myself up the walls. <laughs> I'm hailing an Uber and making... <laughs> Him drive up to, and so just knowing that anytime I message you and I don't get a response straight away, this is what you're doing. It's because like I'm sitting in a bundle of cords <laughs> that I've bought off of this fucking weird UK website that only lets you order it by sending them a PayPal message, okay? And oh, then it'll show no. up, and it's because it's got a different transistor in it, yes. and it doesn't fucking work. No, of course and not. then you end up buying an S video monitor, yes, off of eBay, and then that doesn't work for some reason because it's oh. Tommy's having to turn down the volume. <laughs> No, he's, he's turning you up, I think. I'm hitting the rant filter. <laughs> anyway, it's one of the worst things I've ever done to my mind and my disposition. And like, I am so afraid that my girlfriend will find out oh, and leave right. me. Yeah, yeah. And but you know what this is? I think that this is, again, to, to borrow from the Watchmen, I think this is like you're the scientist. You're in the chamber at the moment. You know, you're just getting electrocuted or whatever's yeah. happening in there. You're like, yeah. ah! but yeah, then the, right. the end result will be you emerge victorious as <laughs> yeah. Dr. Manhattan. Yes. You have all of the it knowledge. It hurts for a minute, but soon I'm going to be showing everyone my dick. <laughs> <laughs> but you'll be totally alienated from everyone else in society. Right. But then the problem is because I haven't been able to get the 64 <laughs> thing to work, I don't know how well all of the other ones work. I've tried uh, bits and right. pieces with them. Right. So I really think this, <laughs> this might This may be happen with every other... I think it's just really fucking stupid what yes. I'm doing here and ultimately pointless. Mm. But I'm not going to stop. No. You've come too far now. That's right. the that's the worst bit of it. You <clears throat> you couldn't 
even if you were fine with walking away, you just couldn't at this point. You ever point. heard of the gambler's fallacy where you keep trying and trying and trying yeah, and losing? Yeah, the, uh, the, the sunk, sunk cost, cost fallacy. fallacy yeah, yeah mm. where you sink more cost in, mm-hmm. you get it. You get a phallus in return. <laughs> yeah. That's what I want. I want it. Oh, God. Because <laughs> if your girlfriend did find out about this at this point, not only would it be oh, she a humiliating <laughs> endeavour, but yeah. that if she found out at the point that you'd given up, it's like... Not only is this yeah. humiliating, but he's a fucking quitter as yeah. well. It's just like, so then it's even worse. Yeah. The stakes become even higher. So I, then you're having to hide every trace that you ever even attempted to do this. Honestly, mm. I was like fucking miles deep in this the other day and she sent me a text being like, hey, what are you doing? And I was just like, oh, uh, cheating on you. <laughs> It'd be she, better. It'd she be comes better. across you like midnight in some like fucking national park, covered shovel. in cables. <laughs> yeah, you're like burying something. She's like, "What? What have you done?" It's like, it's an N64 yeah. game. I yeah. couldn't get it to work. I'm sorry. Oh god, it's a nightmare. I I I really want to be able to just figure out a, a, like a nice clean solution. Look, it's all doable if I would have put more money into it. Right. But I don't want to do that. Yeah. I don't because I know it's not actually worth anything. You know <laughs> sure. what I mean? You know so that? I'm not putting money in because right. I know well this is ridiculous. But to you put don't put this but, much money into but this. But let's say you'd put another like year into this and yeah. you're so the final piece of the puzzle is like you know whatever a thing where let's say if you you could probably you know, muddle around and nut it out yourself, or you spend a hundred dollars online and you just get this thing yeah. sent to you, and then that's it. At that point, are you going to take that option, or would you still feel like you have to stick to not spending any money? The on it? The thing I'm worried about any is more money. Well, and yes. the thing I'm and a lot of this stuff I, you know, gathered over the years organically mm-hmm. or like to, for an actual year. I've got my original PlayStation. Yeah, still, I was going to say yeah, that sort of shit where yeah. I don't. You know, I'm not going to fucking... I guess, I guess I could sell that and make money, but it's not spending money. Yeah, This yeah. is an attempt to unify all the technology. I, I j- just to be able to have my life back. <laughs> <laughs> There's another thing. I can't remember what it's called, but it's like... It's like you're turning into like the giant blob in Akira where he's just like <laughs> yes. absorbing everything. It's like you got a PlayStation in you and then you got a fucking yeah, I'm 64. Just, I've never seen that movie, but probably... Yeah, it's does he scream more? Not far off, but he yeah, can't be satisfied. He is making, yeah, he gets bigger and bigger and bigger, and he knows it's not a good idea, but he can't stop. Yeah, no. he's possessed at a certain mm. point. It's just like he's lost all free will. And every time you think you're close, there's something fucking else that's yeah. wrong. It's yeah. the Sisyphus <laughs> shit. He keeps mm. pushing that boulder up, and then the boulder falls back down. And he's like, oh, I wish I could just play any Nintendo 64 <laughs> game. <laughs> anyway, I'll figure it out. I, like, there's a thing you can get that like. Up red, uh, look, it doesn't fucking matter. But <laughs> this is the best bit. You start to explain it, and you know it so deeply that you just off yourself. You've just I, had I, enough. I, I know it doesn't matter. I yeah. know it doesn't matter because you can do other. Uh, it truly, no, I have to stop. <laughs> but nothing stop. matters. We do this yeah. every week. This yeah. doesn't matter. Yeah. That's the point of the Sisyphus story. Is like that's life. That's life, baby. But yeah. It, yeah. All you're doing, getting up in the morning, pushing a boulder up a hill. I mean, I gotta say down. though, hearing this makes me glad I've never had real goals. Mm. Sounds like too much work. <laughs> Just go with the flow. Just go with the flow, baby. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Have a project. Get bored of it in an hour. Mm-hmm. Move on. Yeah. All right. I'm well, gonna f- figure it out. I'm thinking about what I'm gonna Google <laughs> 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 to figure this stuff out. It, it, look, I'll, I'll get it sorted out. Yeah. 
Well, thanks for the update. Yeah. I'm sure the listeners appreciate it too. Yeah. We're we're all rooting for you. We want you to get to the finish line with this thing. If people have done some shit like this and you found something that works, Mm -hmm. for God's sake, tell me. Yes. Just let me know how you did it, what you had to do, because at some point, yeah, whatever. The the reason I'm not spending that like $100 or $200 is because then there'll be 10 other fucking things. Yes. That'll that'll come after that where it's like, like, this thing's better than that one. Mm -hmm. And then things will change in the future, probably. Who knows? <laughs> that's not a definite thing but you know I love the idea that we just book in a live show in like a year's time as like a finish line for you oh, and yeah. that's the grand it's like you wheeling this machine in <laughs> and us firing it up for the first time like live the on stage New York World's <laughs> Fair <laughs> you're like fucking Tesla like <laughs> all the flashbulbs going off yes. Knox loses his mind <laughs> mixing metaphors here but yeah anyway I love it it's so unimportant as well because games are coming out and they're good Yes. There are good games coming out now, yeah. these days. Yeah. New you're, experiences. Clearly, you're talking about Fallout first. I am so excited <sighs> to get back into the world of Fallout 76 that I bought and never bothered playing because who gives a shit? Yeah, fuck. You uh, did actually buy it? Uh, I think so. Yeah, I, I vaguely remember. Maybe that. I did even try it a little bit. Mm. I can't remember because. Yeah, I just well, that is that. There's no more damning review than that. I can't mm. remember if I played it or not. I can't mm. remember if I'm thinking of that or Fallout Four. Yeah, right. And it, yeah. If you haven't seen this Fallout First stuff, so Fallout seventy six, which was a corpse that I thought they'd buried. Yeah, I thought they'd taken their lumps with that. They apologized and then asked for forgiveness and then released oh, yeah. everybody's addresses. Yes, and then <laughs> yeah. apologized again. Yes. It was such a broken game. Nobody liked it. Nobody really wanted it in the first place. And then. No. It came out People were like Oh this is even worse Than that thing We didn't think we wanted Yeah even concept- conceptually It's bad And in the execution It was fucked So Within the last What did that come out Last year Yeah it Must have done Yeah the, They've put in like Some NPCs in the game They've done some updates to it That have made it Closer to a mm. In quotes Real Fallout game mm. And then Out of fucking nowhere They've come out Bethesda Last week and said, by the way, there's now a premium subscription mm-hmm. service for this. It's like 13 US dollars a month, something like that. Mm-hmm. Pretty fucking expensive. Yes. Yeah. And it gets you... It gets you the privilege of playing it almost like a Fallout game. Kind of. Kind of, Except yeah. not really. And... and So you get a, yeah. private, a private world. Yes. You get to have your own, uh, you know, original, unique instance of a world, mm-hmm. which apparently isn't always the case for everyone who has bought this. Oof. They've gone into it and it's been like looted or there's been signs that other people have been there. Oh, man. So it, it one of the things you're paying for, and a monthly subscription is to make this no longer a multiplayer game, mm. effectively. Mm. You can bring your friends in, but like to pay for an online game to keep it not online is a bizarre fucking suggestion. You totally. A couple of those fucking atoms or whatever their currency is. Yep. You get like a big chest, which, hey... Yes. It's a little cheaper if you go to Thailand to get the subscription. Very, yeah, good. very good. Surgery shit. is cheaper there. <laughs> but like, the, it's it's such a cynical... It's, it's bizarre. Yeah. It's, th- that, it's the reverse of having to pay a subscription to pay, play a normal single player game online. Which, yeah. which is in itself kind of annoying, but you have to accept that. That's just the way the industry works. But to, to pay... To play a single-player game that sometimes gets fucked over by people still being able to access it mm. is just the most frustrating idea I've ever heard. Yeah. And it's 
uh, it's fucking. Cr- it, it's like greedy. Fourteen dollars yeah. is a lot of money for one of these sort of things. To to you could just switch that on. You could just be like, "Hey, Fallout seventy six was a crazy idea that we tried, but we're gonna let you have a private server." Yeah. Why can't you just do that? I guess so. Or like, or just ignore the fucking thing. Let everyone forget yes. about it. Yeah. Because I had. I think most mm. people had. Yeah. Let this thing go. It's just a joke. It is a punchline mm. now. And and all it's really doing is. It feels like kind of preying on the most, you know, like devoted fans of the series that they know. Sure. I mean, people like you are like, I don't care, I'm not going to. But if you're like a massive, massive head for it, sure. it's like your favourite absolute franchise. You even sort of like 76 a bit. You know, it's like, mm. y- well, you're going to go in. And it's yeah. like, uh, you know, they're a company that really goes for the angle of like, you guys are along for the ride with yeah, us. Right. And then they've like more and more over the last little while just been pissing all over these those people. Because like. that was the language they were using while they were apologising. Yes. It's like, hey, we've all been a part of this crazy experience. It's yeah. like, you were the main part involved <laughs> in making it. That yeah. They profiled all the employees like, hey, we're people too. Yeah. Which is fair. Like, don't uh, harass and abuse the individuals working on a game. Sure, which but, I guess did happen a little bit, partly because the fucking game probably released their mobile numbers. Yeah. That thing happening with it was the craziest part to me. Totally, But it had yeah. like a privacy, a data privacy breach. But but, but that, use, even using that, a reasonable defence in a cynical way to be like, stop trashing us, stop driving our stock down. You yeah. know, like... And knowing in the back of your head while you're doing all that stuff, it's to kind of prepare for this. Yeah. Because they've had yeah. this plan for ages. Totally. This wasn't just a fucking spur of the moment. Like, oh, why don't we set up infrastructure to charge people $14? Th- this would have been in the in the pipeline when they came up with the idea for Fallout right. 76. Right, yeah. Totally. So they they announced this thing. Everyone fucking flipped out. They, yep. ne- they never registered the domain <laughs> of like uh, yes. falloutfirst.com the or best. something like yeah. that. Yeah, the best. Yeah. So a guy just bought it and set up this website being like, hey, fuck you. We've yeah. made Fallout <laughs> first and made like a fake yeah. advertising spiel for them where it's like, do you have too much money? Well, fuck you. We do too, but we want yours or yeah. whatever. Yeah. Pretty awesome. Yeah. 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 Because yeah. it looks legit. It's really well made and uh, yeah, spot on in its criticisms. It's launched less buggy than an actual Bethesda game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it, yeah. Just a fucking wild, insane, depressing thing to mm. throw into that fucking garbage fire <laughs> and also like i you know yeah we talk about like you know loot crazy stuff and all that sort of shit a lot and mm-hmm. you know when you get as you get a bit older like and you get into a position where a lot of your friends are starting to have kids and mm. you know talk about video games with friends and some of my friends have said you know i'm never letting my kid have access to video games when they're growing up i'm not going to let that stuff in the house and i kind of always go i think that's a real shame because i think mm. you're cutting them off from a thing that is a lot of fun and does have a lot of like artistic merit and whatever but then more and more of this kind of stuff gets brought in and you, if you're a parent, you can kind of see the argument of like, I don't want my kid fucking hassling me for no. $15 a month on the credit card well, and we're it, trying to like, you know, it be- feed a family. Like, it becomes like letting your kids go to the casino for fun. Yeah, it's yeah. like, why would you do that? That's, yeah. yeah. At least this, you are getting a product. Yes. You are getting a defined specific product with this but it's just an extremely poor one Mm. i guess you could look at it as so it's like a single so it's a campaign right no it's no additional content really Mm. it's it's just i think so i'm gonna go to their fucking website and read out the exact falloutfirst.com yeah (laughs) so fallout.bethesda.net uh here we go 
as a little spinning cog. Oh, fuck. Now there's three. Private World, Scrap Boxes, and more to come to fall, come, come to Fallout 76. With, that spelling mistake was theirs, not mine. Oh. With fall, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> I fucked it. So you get <laughs> Private Worlds. You're playing a private world, ex- world exclusively for you and mm-hmm. seven friends. Mm-hmm. So... I don't know if you all have to have Fallout first to do that. You don't. I was reading about this because there's some f- annoying shit with this as well. If the the person hosting it has to own it, obviously. Right. A bunch of people, I think. Oh, uh, you have to have Fallout 76, but not Fallout first. Right. And then if you want to, if the person who's hosting this world leaves, someone in that world still has to have Fallout first for that to persist. Okay. Right. So someone has to own Fallout first or be subscribed to it. Online at the whole time. Yeah, playing. for okay, this right, to be right. ongoing. <coughs> right, yeah, that is what it says here. So okay, that's fucking stupid. But yeah, you do have to own Fallout 76. So uh, private worlds will continue to evolve with new features such as expanded building areas, increased camp budgets, and workshop persistence. It's all pretty fucking uninteresting stuff. And yeah. stuff that would have taken them no time or effort to put in. It's no. it, not really. It's just I changing mean, a couple of parameters, like, and you're paying for like the space on their like server farms or whatever. Yeah, is yeah. is the idea behind it. Uh, you get a scra- unlimited storage for items, which mm-hmm. again, that's just changing a number. Yes. Yeah. Uh, you get a new placeable fast travel point with a stash, sleeping bag, and more for your basic needs. You get one thousand six hundred and fifty atoms per month, which that would be. Invisible that yeah. number of atoms. Yeah. Yeah. You wouldn't be able to see that number of atoms. <laughs> yeah, that's like a, pa- a, a a skin cell. You get an armor thing, and you get some like emotes <laughs> and shit. But the game still is not. There's you get side quests much and things. Yeah, it's the same. There's no game. story. It's the same game. It's just like you dropped into the world. You can build a base. You can fuck around with your friends and kill fucking uh, death claws. I think they have added some story stuff and some little side quests and that sort of thing mm-hmm. into there over the last year. So it's I th- I think in a better state than it was when it released in terms of being a game. Right. But I I do kind of want to look at it at some point. I guess I feel like this is what we said last year is like let's come back to this in a year. Right. And and see. I think we were all planning. We were maybe planning to have a crack at it. Maybe something else came out roughly around the same time. And we yeah, I remember I looking at the cost of it and being like, "Well, it sounds bad. Why would I buy it?" I feel like possibly I played it a little bit. Mm. I can't. I honestly can't remember at this point. But yeah, the the it's fucking insane, and it makes me not want to. I Bethesda can fuck off <laughs> in a lot of Doom ways. Doom Eternal and coming soon. <laughs> well, but that that's it. That's different. Sure. So that that uh, that I'm still looking forward to. Yeah, that'll be great. Just Bethesda Softworks. Yeah, the sure. people who may you maybe they can always have fucked off for a long time now at least. Mm. Skyrim was never as good as pe- anyway. The um, other problem with going back to a Fallout game as well at this point mm. is that it's been. 100% one up. Yes, it has. Do you want to talk about this game? I'm excited yeah. to talk about this game. Yeah, so absolutely. It's a rare yeah. one where we've all played it. Call yeah. of Duty Modern Warfare. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll talk about that later. Uh, the yeah. Outer Worlds. The Outer Worlds. Yes. Uh, I've played the least of this out of the three of us. I just started it this week. Yeah. wasn't really on my radar at all and then saw that it's on the uh, Game Pass. Yes. I mean, big shout out to the Game Pass. Yeah. So good. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, so we're getting a lot of good reviews and you guys... Game Pass costs about, about the same as Fallout 76's subscription <laughs> thing. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. That's fucking nuts. Yeah. 
Sorry. Yeah, so I think we're all enjoying it. <laughs> yes. Broad I strokes. am loving it. Yeah, I've yeah. played, I think, 20 hours of it I'm so hovering far. around there somewhere. Yeah. I've gone through and just completely blitzed like three planets. Yep, yep. And I'm on a fourth. And I'm just mm. kind of doing everything on there as it goes. Same, yeah. Uh, we, we won't we won't say any spoilery stuff here because no. the whole game is the story and the writing and the and yep. the world. Um, but it's yeah, it's fucking good. So like, if you haven't played it yet and you have played Fallout Four or Three, it's almost identical mechanically in terms of the moment to moment gameplay. So it's first person RPG, classic stats, classic dialogue options, dialogue trees, factions. A lot of side quests and this one overarching story that sort of propels you through, like you said, a bunch of planets, a bunch of towns within those planets. Yeah. Uh, you get companions. Um, it's a lot like Knights of the Old Republic crossed with yes. Mass Effect, the like, kind of Bioshock type thing because the yep. combat is like a little better than a maybe even Fallout 4, mm-hmm. but not good. No, it's not, as a, uh, shooter. It's not a shooter good, no. And... I don't even know where to start with it. It looks great. Let's start stylistically. There. I, I, the yes. color palette is fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. It's that's far and away my favorite thing about it. Mm. Yeah. I have some so not not reservations. It's just very different to anything I've played. Certainly in sure. the last little while. So that's taking its time to kind of wash over me. Mm. But definitely because you never played Fallout Four. No. You never really got into any of the Skyrim or whatever no. type of games. So right. this you is really like your first Skyrim. Was that right? Uh, yeah, I only tried it on the Switch, and yeah. I just felt like coming to it now, fresh. It felt it felt bits of it felt really dated. So th- it, this yeah. is your yeah. first toe into this type of game. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Okay, yeah. that's a really interesting perspective mm. to have mm. going forward. Let's not, not use it. You it and me talk <laughs> about this. <bit. laughs> it is not a new kind of game. That's one of my biggest kind of criticisms with it is that this is so much repeating. Uh, the the ideas and tricks and and formulas of games in the past mm. th- to the point where it becomes a little um n- not quite to the point of being monotonous but certainly predictable yeah uh yeah with that type of stuff but yeah it looks the 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 visual stuff is pretty original that's the first mm. because for me like going into it not really knowing what to expect it's first person but then it's so dialogue heavy yeah. that caught me off guard and I'm kind of having to learn to just accept the pace of it and right. just let it wash over me. Yeah. Especially because I a lot of stuff I've been playing that has a lot of dialogue in it, it's like text coming up and you can kind of, you know, read faster than it's speaking. You can kind of skip ahead and do it at your own pace. This you kind of have to like wait it all out. So just learning to just be patient and kind of almost take it in like it's a movie. Well, and it's just worth been, it because the yeah. voice acting is really good. Yeah. Mm. All of the characters are really well written and, and, and thought out. Mm. Pretty much all of them are interesting in some way. Yeah, they all at least have this like hook to them. Yeah. Even the side characters, as in like the NPCs and stuff. There's something interesting about them that makes them or makes you able to conceive of them as a real person almost. Right. And they all have like just a little extra thing that makes them have a point. There's no real yes. filler. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. In there. But which is a big difference of this versus those other sort of similar types of games. And that's why it reminds me of Knights of the Old Republic because mm-hmm. it's a few small areas. Right. It's not one big open world. Well, it's I, it's a few big areas. Oh, yeah. Small compared to like a Skyrim, but like, yes. a, a, you know, big ish yeah video game level sized areas mm-hmm. or bigger 
I don't know what size they fucking are. What am I, a square <laughs> kilometerologist? They feel big to me. Sure. They're definitely not of the scale of one of those type of open world games. Sure. They're like how Knights of the Old Republic was. Right. Where it was like these planets where you go and explore a bit, but it was pretty contained. Yeah, yeah And everything yeah. that you were doing there kind of happened within this not too distant bounds right. of, of, of this area. It's, it ha- it's, like, it's clearly inspired by that. I still yeah. think... I'm impressed by how much bigger than those it is. Sure. Uh, that's n- not really hitting, but I like how contained it is compa- right. comparatively to a Skyrim or whatever, where it's just everything that you're going to do is pretty nearby mm-hmm. and it's all there for a reason. Everything is there to actually serve some part of the game. Yes. There's no fucking fluff. Yeah. They've yeah. taken all of that out. Yep. Which is so refreshing. Um, and yet to, to, to try and stay structured, the, the visuals... Thumbs up. Yeah. Oh man, That's I like. Yeah, the palette was the first thing that leapt out to me, and like, mm. not not, the, you know, in my experience, not the sort of palette that I think of when I think of these kinds of games. Right. Sure, I've yeah. kind of looked at like screenshots and short clips and stuff like that. It lo- very pastelly and very yes. like contrasting, like pinks in the sky and like bright oranges and purples yeah. and yeah, blues yeah. and greens and. Really, really bright, pretty colours. Yeah. Yes. And that's enough to entertain me. <laughs> <laughs> so even though, like, I it took me a while to kind of, like, adjust to the pace of it because it was definitely, like, not what I was expecting, mm. the thing that was kind of, yeah, pushing me through was, like, oh, I want to see what the next little bit looks like. Yeah. yeah. I want to see yeah. what new kind of interesting visual thing there is. Because, um, yeah, you think, even though a lot of the style of it is is drawing from, I think, kind of tropey, spacey, sciencey, fictiony stuff. Mm-hmm. There are still these, like, yeah, big flourishes that are completely drawing from their own kind of yeah lookbook. Yeah, yeah. it's doing a very Flash Gordon type yes. of like pulpy sci-fi novel thing from like the fifties. Yeah, crossed with a little bit of like the Fallout aesthetic of yeah, like old-fashioned but new. Yep. But this has a purpose behind that. Right, so this is my issue, my only issue with this game. Yeah. Apart from uh, performance issues, it's a little chuggy um, and weirdly glitchy occasionally running on the Xbox One S. Right, I've, I'm playing it on an X and it's fine. Right, okay. It's it's. I've it, had a couple of little chugs here and there. Nothing yeah, right. bad though. It's been noticeable to me in some... <coughs> which I, It's not something that bothers me, Sure, but I have noticed it. That does seem to keep happening with games like right at the end of this generation yes, here. Which they, I'm accepting that is what it is and sure. whatever. I've had a couple of little things like when I'm talking to an NPC and it'll cut to my companion, the textures on their clothes take... Like a couple of seconds to kind of pop yeah. in. That has actually like that. sort of happened for me as well. And that's, that's the main thing that's I think continued that's for me. Yeah. The Unreal Engine tends right. to do that, have like those kind of textures pop in and stuff. But whatever. Like but yeah. my my thing, and maybe it's just because I haven't thought about it enough, is I don't understand the purpose of the aesthetic. So like I right. like the Fallout games a lot. I think that this is better than both of the most recent ones. Um, New Vegas, you know, is, was great. But the Fallout games, the purpose was very clear. The inspiration was the world ended in 1950, essentially. Like the Cold War. The Cold War era. Yeah. But that's what that aesthetic is. And then you've got, I don't know, games like Skyrim or or, uh, Oblivion where it's like, well, it's a fantasy aesthetic. So Mm. it's not that innovative, but that's what it is. But I don't fully get where this sort of 50s Flash Gordon aesthetic comes from within the context of the game. It's, it's kind of like a mix. And I think it's all being done to further... It's 
Satire is the big push of this game. Yes. And it is very one note. Sure. It, yes. Like, and it's a good note. I think the note is played extremely well. It's a but fantastic yeah. note, but yeah. it's the same note again and again. Yeah. Uh, which is that extreme capitalism is bad. Yeah. It, it alienates communities and individuals and it's bad. And yeah. this is what happens if a solar system is run by capitalism. And it's all done well. And I think that the um, aesthetic is, is pushing like, it's got kind of a mixture of like the late Wild West type of snake oil advertisement stuff. Mm-hmm. Crossed with like fifties, like peak, you know, bullshit ads, homemaker sort of yeah. toothpaste yeah. sponsoring everything. Sure, um, crossed with like a kind of Ayn Rand type of like, uh, it, b- pull yourself up by bootstraps, da da da. That type of uh, feel. So I think it's all being done with that in mind, right? But yeah, I, that's, that's I kind of am a bit with you, Ben. Like I, I don't necessarily dislike that. 50s-ish kind of aesthetic, but I do find it weird that it, it is playing that card so heavily when, in my experience, again, of only having seen this stuff, not really playing it, but just mm. in the press uh, materials and stuff, that's the card that Fallout was playing yeah. so strongly. Yeah. So it's so weird to have this game that is, gameplay-wise, this same thing, but then is also using like such a big aesthetic yeah. component from it. I, it yeah. just kind of, it just even though I haven't played e- any of those games, like, it just sticks out to me as like just a strange decision to not try and push it in a bit more of your own. I don't think it doesn't yeah. work or anything. It, it just it, feels weird it, to just ape it. Like I think it's hitting yeah. though for me because it is like, yes, it is so similar, but it's it appears to me to be because it's doing that ideal view of what you imagine, like the very yeah. capitalist uh, rose-tinted glasses type of people are mm, thinking mm. of like, well, if the world was just like how it was in the 50s, right. everything would be great again. Or like the Wild West, that's when we were real Americans mm. and it's pushing that stuff. But I think for me, it's, it's just to like... To an extreme degree. It, I think it works in the context of the game itself in isolation. Yes. But, but I think in the yeah. real world context of this as a game next to... Something that it's already... D- uh, th- that's just the bit that strikes me as weird. I agree with you. I think totally. it perfectly works within the game itself. But it is... I it just... Is in the real world, it's like, this is strange to, mm. to like, go so hard on it. And but I wonder if there was a dis- uh, something of them going like, well, we were the Fallout New Vegas people. People want... We're kind of doing a spiritual sequel to that. Yeah. It kind of strikes me as that, yeah. Yeah. But it works as both. Because it, it, it reminds it me of... Unique, yeah. It's Bioshock-ish aesthetically as well. Right. In terms of the politics of it and the aesthetic... That even yeah. Infinite as well as the first and second Bioshocks, it m- mixes all of that stuff in that real like patriotism yeah. stuff. But in this case, it's four corporations. Right. I th- I think I just feel like, and then Bioshock as well was like very yes, absolutely. Uh, you can what should is a man not fucking entitled to the sweat of his own brow? Yes, but uh, I yeah, it's like well, if this is uh, the future in which we have you know colonized other planets. Why isn't this a futuristic, more futuristic aesthetic rather than a Why did we throwback go back to one? The 50s? Yeah, 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 sure. Because it, it makes literal sense in something like Fallout. But yeah, I just like, and it's beautiful. The illustrations in the like loading screens, which you do see a lot of, yeah, are so fun. They're like the whole aesthetic is fun, interesting, beautiful colors. Like you said, yeah, it's all great. I'm enjoying it. But intellectually, when I sort of stop and I'm like thinking about it for this, I'm like. Does this make sense to me? I, yeah. Sure. And it like, it's definitely 
made with the satire element front of mind mm. rather than going like, well, a cyberpunk version of this would work or whatever. R- right, right. Which, yeah, could have. Uh, either way, it's it's fine. Yes. It's not that... It's, it's more of just like interesting to me yeah. <laughs> rather yeah. than even a, a, a negative. Because then that satire stuff and is, is the biggest push of all the actually pretty funny writing, mm. really well made characters really interesting dialogue options and yeah. and consequences of some decisions yes i think the that is stressing me out a lot right you the gotta, choices yeah, are you just got to let yourself fall into the thing of like whatever i do if it goes wrong it goes wrong yeah mm. realizing that it doesn't matter but there's like one big the first kind of big choice that yes. you get yeah. i really agonized over yeah. and i was like no i'm going to do this this is what feels right morally to me mm-hmm. And then the companion that you have with you is like, hey, can I talk to you about this? Mm. And she kind of takes the opposing view to mm-hmm. what I had in my head. And I was like, I guess I'll do what she thinks. <laughs> That's a very interesting <laughs> I was just reflection like, of you. <laughs> I was like, well, if the, I don't know if the game... Because I was also like, I guess if the game's kind of leading me towards it for whatever mm. reason, then I'll just go with that. Because I also... I was like, I don't really know what's going to happen. Like, right, sure. Because I just am not familiar with this sort of style of game. I was mm-hmm. like, I don't really want... It's like the first thing. I don't want to <laughs> fuck it. Like, yeah. Right. But even if you fuck stuff, the game wants you to do that. Yeah, Because yeah. there's yeah, like yeah. a section of your list of quests that's just called botched. Botched, yeah. Yeah. And it wants you to fuck up sometimes because it'll give you Yeah, but it was the first thing. It was like, yeah, I don't yeah. want to fuck the very first thing to do. Sure. But that's, the, uh, that's what I love about these games and why I do get so sucked into the Fallout games. Why I actually really like Skyrim and play it fairly regularly mm. and I'm looking forward to Cyberpunk and hope it is in the same mould of like, I want to disappear into this game for a while. I want to be this fucking spacefaring, you know, mercenary yeah. and imagine what their choices would be. Yeah, role so playing in the most literal Absolutely. sense of yeah. the... Yeah. Yeah. And, and games that give you the chance, however uh, binary or obvious the choices are, that's still what I like about games. And which these ones aren't. Yes. They're very like, yes. you can be a dick or you can be nice or whatever, but it's not necessarily the right thing or like the yes. useful thing. Or Every like... choice has pros and cons. Yeah. Some of them align with your personal values outside of the game. Some of them don't. Some of them do and have negative consequences that you have to deal with yeah. as a character. But uh, yeah, I, I like how sort of grey or at least uh, nuanced the choices are in this. And every sort of quest and different thing that you're doing is different and interesting in like the kind of story beats way, but they all do have the same repeating thing of like... The theme. The the theme of the game is through everything. Yes. Mm. Of like, are you a corporate yes man or are you like... Uh, Fuck everything up, anarchist. Totally, yes. And it and it is making at fun what, of at that at any cost. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it is making fun of that corporate structure at every single turn. Yeah. And usually in pretty funny ways. Yeah, yeah. But in v- very much different riffs on the same joke. Yeah. Which is like, damn, middle management is unnecessary. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And <laughs> yeah. like, ah, people, people will be selfish in almost every situation. Yeah. Insurance yeah. claims for these regular people. There's a bit, this isn't really spoiling anything. It's one joke, but just as an example of what you'll see again and again, there's just like a little thing in a computer where it's like, um, it's an, an insurance thing. You're getting uh, one set of emails from an employee who keeps writing like, hey, I just lost a finger in the machine. Mm-hmm. Can I please claim some insurance? And the insurance company replies with, well, actually you you can't because you shouldn't have been 
your you lost a finger in your left hand and you're right-handed so it's <laughs> right. not actually having a big uh, impact on you then they send it back and they're like hey i just lost three more fingers and they're like you shouldn't have been operating that machine when you had one finger missing <laughs> yeah. and then it sends one back where it's, they're obviously missing keys and they've <laughs> yeah. lost more fingers and they say this one's unintelligible we can't do this claim you, yeah. you haven't been able to write well enough because you've lost all these fingers yeah and then there's a second email which is from the company where it's like one of our employees lost all their fingers and our product productivity is down and they're like oh my god here's your insurance money yeah and it's that sort of stuff which is like it's That's a little a- dilbert mm. at, at points <laughs> <laughs> but it's generally really well written and pretty funny yeah and those things are all there for you like optionally to find they're like mm. computer terminals yeah. that are scattered around the place that you can easily bypass but i've again i've it's it's kind of similar thing what we were talking about with control where you find like the files and stuff yeah like so well written and interesting world building that in a lot of games you would sort of be like i don't really care about all this kind of stuff i just want to play the game yeah but like yeah it does such a good job of like fleshing everything out that you actually you see one from across the room and you're like oh fuck yeah like Mm, you get excited about what's going to be on there all that stuff is this game yeah Yeah. i reckon because that stuff is in games like fallout the i think criticism of fallout 4 was like yeah it's there there's fucking heaps of it everywhere it's environmental storytelling is what they call it Mm. but in fallout 4 the criticism was like it wasn't interesting it It was was a little flat and it was not humorous yeah or if it was trying to be it wasn't but otherwise it was just kind of boring and bland and it's like well yeah there's 90 pages of backstory but None of it's interesting, so why does it matter? Right, and exa- and that is a great decision they made with this, is to pull back on the scope of the open world and everything yep. to focus on making areas that have meaningful content in them and then nothing extraneous, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. And it's so much more fun yes. for that <laughs> because you're constantly going from interesting thing to interesting thing. And I would say it feels like I'm about halfway. Right. Probably for you as well if we're both at 20 hours. Yeah, yeah. Because I've kind of gotten through half of the planets that you seem to be able to go to. Sure, yeah. There's like, Something's happened where a, a, a character meeting has happened where it's like, oh, this is sparking a whole another set of objectives and things to do yeah. that feels like maybe this is a transitionary point. Could be halfway, could be a third. Two thirds. It um, sounds yeah. like it's kind of if you were to just focus and zip through the main story, you can do it in like ten to fifteen hours. Right. And if you're doing yeah. all the side stuff, it pushes it a little higher. But it's not like the two hundred hour fucking mm. Skyrim bullshit. Mm. Because it doesn't have those bloated yeah. clear out this fucking cave that's the same as that cave from eight caves ago. Yes. Uh which is really, really fun. Especially considering that the difficulty level on this mm. is not good on any of the settings. What? So what are you playing on? Hard? Yes. Yeah, right. And so I started on hard. It was quite hard to begin with. Went to normal, then it got very easy. Yeah. Then put it back up to hard, but it's still very easy. Right. I am fucking mowing cunts down and not thinking about it. Yes. And then if you put it up to the supernova thing, mm. you're fucking... Um, Companions can die permanently. Oh, shit. So I don't want to do that. Yeah. And then there's sort of some like things, um, mechanics using like little bits of food and stuff like that Mm -hmm. that can boost your stats. It's kind of like the potions in The Witcher or something like that. Yeah, yeah. But it's pretty fucking boring to do all that stuff because it's kind of just setting the difficulty level back to normal. Yeah, yeah, You just consume these very easy to come by things. Because this is just a bunch of numbers, essentially. Yeah. So, yeah. And so if if the only difference between normal and hard is that before a 
battle, you just eat two things that make it back to normal difficulty. Right. Yeah. It, it's that's my biggest criticism with the game is that it's not that interesting to play the combat parts. Yeah. Or, or the sneaking parts because of that, or any of the like traditional game stuff sure or like shootery type stuff because the shooting like you mentioned before is not as tight as a as an actual shooter no mm. it and is closer to something like fallout where it's like eh, you gotta do it yeah. you'll probably chuck it on the slow motion mode if you're not a good shooter if you are a good shooter you'll probably be frustrated at how simplistic it is yeah. so yeah. then i went back down to normal yes because i'm just zipping through everything that's that and it's kind of fun just to go into yeah. a room yeah. and like oh, okay there's a hundred dead people who gives a shit sure yeah. Because you're trying to get to that next interesting part, which is the little thing you read on a screen, or is the person you talk to, or which is, is the so decision you have to make. Moorish, yeah. Like I am, I haven't had such long gaming sessions in months. Right. Like I'm really, really into it. I'm, I'm, I'm not addicted to it, but you know, it is. It is like a good book. I cannot put it down. Because every place you go to, you just explore. You, yep. you go into every building and you talk to every person. Yep. Then you get this long list of quests that takes you to more buildings and more people. Yeah. And then you just fucking eat every that there is on that planet and go oh right what's next <laughs> yeah and fly off to the next one it's fucking good yeah every uh, one of those quests has been interesting i've been playing it on normal and yeah like it, it's not a challenge I, all my stats no. are over 50 you know like it's but uh, it is enjoyable to come across a bunch of marauders and like go bang slow-mo bang 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 take them all out yeah like it's 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 that little you know dopamine hit of like that's fun to do and it feels chunky and nice yeah, like it, it yeah. feels fine to do and but and even if you've got all of the dialogue options to you and you can fucking i can hack every door i'm like yes yeah, i i'm this fucking like cowboy soldier genius <laughs> yes. charmer yeah. playing a game that's a little too easy uh, and oh. <laughs> But even with all of that stuff open and everything... His comedy skill's quite low, though. <laughs> even with everything open to you and everything doable, just seeing what happens if mm. you choose different things is fun. It's because yeah. every little quest is a fun story that's well-written. Yeah. So it's like, well, I like reading fun stories. Totally. I like playing choose-your-own-adventures. And watching them acted out really nicely. The mm. facial animations are fine. Yep. The acting is really good. I think it's only the textures that aren't uh, great. Yeah. And it just, it looks like a pretty standard video game with nice art. Like, it's yeah, not like, yeah. whoa, look at the fucking lighting in this or whatever. Yes. It just look it looks like a modern game. Yeah, yeah. yeah. With but, a, I think, a slightly more interesting palette, yeah. Yeah. generally speaking. Yeah. And just a fun fucking vibe. Yeah. Every little fucking inch of this wants you to have a good time with it. Yeah. Yes. Which is so refreshing to, I don't know why that is seemingly so uncommon it's not set up for you to grind away and yeah. continue to own the game and not want to sell it. <laughs> it's the opposite of like an Assassin's Creed mm. or like Horizon Zero Dawn or any of the recent, well, recent, they're not that fucking recent anymore, but like Fallout and Skyrim and whatever. Yeah. Because it, it, it's just trying to make you have fun for maybe, yeah, it'll stop after fewer kind of hours. But I reckon this is a great game to replay because these different directions you go yeah. down. Well, like the the Knights of the Old Republic games. Yeah, I've replayed them like dozens of times, probably. Mm. And it's like, well, there's a finite amount of choices and possibilities, but the it's like the characters are fun. Yeah, the story is fun to experience again. Yeah, and you can put in these little changes of direction, these little extra things, and it it does eventually become a huge combination of possibilities. Mm. 
You're right though, Nox. It is rare to see stuff that is not like overstuffed and doesn't have stuff in it that you kind of you can picture someone in office going, ah, this adds a bit more value, I right. guess. Mm. Like this, kind of, you can go off and do this, and it's like that. That adds another half an hour, which mm. you know people are obsessed with. Like you got to really respect something that just goes. Yeah, it's ten hours if you just get down to brass tacks. Yeah, that's fine. And it not everything has to be a hundred hours. Like, yeah. And it's not like you're going, oh, but what happens with this and where's this and whatever? Because like it's focusing on these small parts of these worlds. So it doesn't have that weird Skyrim thing where it's like, well, this is the biggest city in this state and there's 11 people living here. Yeah, Because you're in a small town. Yes. And you're going to these small towns on these big planets or these small areas of these big towns in these big planets. You know, like it, it feels correct that it is this... Small, and I think the criticism you've had of No Man's Sky is like if they if it's randomly generated, there's no curation, there's no artistic sort of thought put into these yeah. specific like towns and shit, and like there's a town where it's this beautiful big city, it's like high fucking skyscrapers and ornate you know uh, plastering and shit, yeah, but because of an element of the story, there's cracks in the walls, right, and you can see it and you realize it and you it it just makes sense. And it's executed in such a subtle way yeah. that it it's yeah it makes it so uh, respectable as like an artistic product. It feels really edited, yes. in a yeah. good way. Yeah, but then you can this like choose your own adventure aspect of it. There are significant differences you can make to the story mm. by choosing one thing or another, and it definitely lends itself to being replayed. Yeah, because of that, which yeah. I agree with you about the kind of compact nature of the feel of the towns, and I think that's a positive. Yeah, because I do, I do, I always love that like very video gamey thing of like again, this isn't really a spoiler. This is like one of the very first things that happens is like in this town, go go and talk to these people who've left the town. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're at they're they're all the way out there. <laughs> yeah. They've moved away. <laughs> you got to go find them. They are out on the frontier. The who God, who knows where they are? And then it's like a 90-second walk from <laughs> yeah. the town to this camp. It's down it's the like road. <laughs> very video gamey, like yes. how quickly you get there. Totally. But who gives it? Like it's, it it's so much more fun. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It doesn't matter yeah. at all. But it is like that was one of the first things that stuck out to me. Is like I love it. I love that this is complex and Same. that you never feel like so compact. Like you never feel like overwhelmed of like fuck where do i like you know where to go but i was like that is just such a it's not even a, it's not it's like it's exclusive to this video game it's like yeah. that's just a classic game yeah. thing of like well because like games like the assassin's creed games they get bigger and bigger in scope even within like a single city so it becomes like the entire city is a blur nothing right. has any specific character like in this it's like every building is you become yeah, uh, every uh, inch becomes has recognizable. something yeah. You'll be like, oh, I know the layout of this town. Mm. But in like fucking Assassin's Creed Unity, you're running through Paris and every building looks real and you don't care about any of them. Right. And even in things like The Witcher 3, which is massive and all of it feels pretty interesting, mm-hmm. it's still exhausting. Yeah. And this isn't yeah. exhausting. This is yeah. just, it's so fun and vibrant and just constantly moving mm. and you know that you're going to be rewarded for keeping going because it it proves itself again and again that yeah. it's like re- the writing is fantastic in it. Yeah. I, I think really the, like the it. The sound design like it because yeah. it has like I mentioned like the dopamine rush of killing a bunch of guys, but every quest like the sound effects of like the fucking menus and the item screens yeah. and the like the like music. you level up and it's like yeah, da, yeah. Da, exactly so over just the top. this yeah. fun little noise totally or big noise every yeah every element of it is designed to be fun totally yeah. and it's not 
buggy, really. Like the visuals are a little... Aside from the visuals, yeah. But it's not having those big bugs that people associate with Obsidian where it's like, oh, this quest is broken because this person fucked off or yes, whatever. Yes. Right. It's just been fine with I that think, stuff. I think, yeah, fun mm. is... Because, yeah, when I, tur- when I first turned it on, even just like the title screen, just the way the font of the logo looks mm. and it's kind of like... Uh, over the top of a um, ship flying through the air, it's like perfectly. What would you call it? Like parallel to it. Yes. Like that sort of stuff. It's almost like future armory kind of. Yeah. Which not like a. I kind of booted up expecting it to be a kind of a, a brooding kind of almost like very taking itself seriously kind of title right. screen, and then you get this like kind of like almost. It's very kind of like cartoony looking yeah. opening. I was like, this wasn't what I was expecting at all. Like, mm. just such a different tone. Like that, yeah. Yeah. The Outer Worlds and the Outer Wilds are the two best games of this year, and they're both free on Game Pass, and they're both <laughs> colourful space exploration games. Yeah. And they're very different. Um, the thing as well, my biggest criticism with it, I think, is that the combat is not interesting. Whether right. you make it hard or easy, it's just kind of there. Yeah. Mm. But it's still really fun because like you said, you're going, I've got this big fucking hammer yes. that I am just... The first time I used it, I fucking laughed. <laughs> yeah. Like, I just... Because I... It's... It's so it's this huge hammer. It does so much damage, and you hold it over your head, and he just goes Aah! and just screams. <laughs> yeah, and you whack this thing, and it fucking dies straight yeah, away. Yeah. yeah, and even though yeah, there's not a lot of thought going into that. Whatever, it's fun. Yeah, it's yeah. fun. I've got a burning scythe. <laughs> yeah, if this it's was sick. like all this shit, but then the combat was as deep as like a fucking Dark Souls or whatever, mm. then cool. That's the perfect game. Yeah. Yes. But yeah, this is just a very, very good fun game. Yes. Yeah. Still. Check yeah. it out, guys. Yeah. Well worth it. Yeah. Speaking of brooding and taking itself too seriously, <laughs> do you want to talk good, about good, <laughs> good gunplay? Get, I finished the campaign of Call of Duty Modern Warfare as well. I've had a fucking week, I tell mm. you what, oh, man. And uh, played some of the multiplayer too. Do you want to talk about that? Yeah. Cool. I've heard the multiplayer is no good, or not <sighs> as good as it should be. It's up and down. Right. There's different aspects of it. That let's talk about the multiplayer first. So. Call of Duty multiplayer is like a very known quantity at this point. They shook it up a bit last year with the um, ripping off PUBG mode. This year they've done a ripping off Battlefield mode. Yes. um, Called fucking some dumb word. Well, this this is, I was talking to a a workmate. Assault Onslaught something. Who is a Battlefield fan. Yeah. And has been hearing like, oh, they've tried to do Battlefield. Yeah. And it's fun. Mm. It's fun enough. It's chaotic. Call of Duty, the, the multiplayer in Call of Duty, there's a really good video on YouTube that I forgot what it's called, but it explains <laughs> how Call of Duty is a trick. Right. It is maps and modes designed to have you always kill someone sometimes because you sneak up on them. Yeah. And the map yeah, is yeah. just built in such a way that you can never be looking everywhere at once mm-hmm. and you're always going to fucking die and you're always going to get to kill someone. Right. Uh, so it's just this like nice little f- loop of mm-hmm. oh I did it and yeah. it's not that like there's definitely you know you can be better or worse than other people in the game but it tries to make that all pretty level yeah right and this is the same thing where it's just fucking so chaotic mm-hmm. and so um, bottlenecky with it with the maps with this mode so if you've not played Battlefield you go into different locations on a big map trying to stay there for long enough that you. Uh, claim it Mm -hmm. and then other people are trying to claim it the more you have the more score you're getting as the time goes down in the match yeah 
and killing people gets you stuff as well. The, the, often the gameplay, like the flow is sort of you spawn somewhere, you'll find a squad or or you won't. Yeah. You'll head towards an objective. There'll be bottlenecks. Uh, there'll be tactics. You'll talk to each other. And it's more sort of strategic. It's meant to be. It's meant to be. Yeah, this is just a chaotic version of that, right. as far as I can tell. Like, which is fun, mm-hmm. and I'm enjoying it. But it's it's pretty superfluous. Like, it's not something where you get where you're getting that feeling of like, oh, if I'd have just done this, I'd have dealt with that situation. Fuck. Right. Which right. is what you want out of a good type of multiplayer game, where you go, oh, I see where I went wrong there. Right. right. But there's sometimes where it's like, well. I guess where I went wrong is by being near a corner <laughs> right. or like by being within view of eight snipers Yeah, because that's how this is built. Yeah. Because I was near where there's a helicopter because they go, of course they're going to get one. Yeah. They're going to get this bombing run power at some point. It's just, it loops in that way. Right. There's uh, the best mode to me is this one. <sighs> names who cares but anyway it's basically counter-strike right there's i think six of you on each team maybe it's five and you've got a little bomb in the middle that you try and put at the other person's base if everyone dies you lose or if the bomb blows up in your base you lose you can revive your teammates it's quite fun mm. there's like a gunfight thing where it's like two on two in a smaller map so it's just like the team deathmatch thing but fewer players and it's kind of like they're going like oh it's very intense but right. it feels the same right and then there's like the traditional sort of Team deathmatch and whatever. It feels good. Mm-hmm. The guns are nice. <laughs> it's such a weird thing to always say. <laughs> um, it, but like, it just it feels really good to play. It's right. the best feeling shooter that's around still. Yeah, right. it yeah. just like it's snappy and it's what you want to happen happens when you try to do it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. It yeah. just it feels very solid and nice in those multiplayer modes. It's the same thing again. It's not the sort of rebooty here's the next chapter type thing they're trying to promote it as right it's very much the same thing again right um it's got a co-op mode like spec ops which was from the older modern warfare games it's called spec ops that fucking is weird and fucked at the moment (laughs) because like it doesn't it it's broken in some ways like there's not all of the content in it yet this definitely wasn't finished by the time they put it out like it broken in the way of like sometimes it'll just fucking like the AI won't spawn the right. you know like the enemies won't show up right and so you're just standing there for ages with all these teammates and eventually you all just go oh, whatever fuck mm-hmm. like just weird different shit happens a bunch with that one or it's happened a couple of times with me but I'm seeing reports yeah well. yeah um and that's the one where one little part of that will be exclusive to the PlayStation for a year oh yeah yeah um. And yeah, there's like a horde mode kind of thing coming, which I think is the PlayStation bit. And it's just not that interesting. It's like little sort of co-op missions where it's like, fight these waves of enemies and then get out on a helicopter. And you're like, okay. Yeah. It isn't that... Because it's just kind of doing co-op versions of the single player, a couple of the single player levels, but with the difficulty turned up. Right. That's all it really feels like you're doing. So yeah, the multiplayer is still fine. If you like Call of Duty, it's another Call of Duty game. They haven't wrecked it. They haven't made it better. It's the same. Yeah, right. And it doesn't really have the interesting new thing of like the uh, blackout mode from last year. It's got the battlefield thing, which is fun, but it's dumb and you probably won't want to go back to it that much. Then the single player campaign is fucked. (laughs) (laughs) It's So this is the throwback. This is the old characters from Modern Warfare. From Call of Duty 4 from like 12 years ago now. Captain Price is back. Yes. And he's got a strangely puffy face now. 
Mm. And they've just, they've mapped the actor and his face is just different to the original face. So sure. he just looks puffy faced, mm-hmm. but he's fucking unintelligible. It's, <laughs> they've got this actor. I don't know who it is, <laughs> but he's like this British commando guy. Yeah. And everything he says is like, all right, what you got much right down there? <laughs> like, what? I think he said something gruff. I'm not sure. <laughs> yeah. The the dialogue is all really low. I ended up turning the music and the uh, like sound effects down to fifty percent and leaving the dialogue up because it's just <laughs> these people. This is not going what like, I thought the complaint of the game <laughs> yeah. was going to be. No, it's the not that. The mixing is awful. <laughs> <laughs> the mixing isn't great for some reason. Right. It's really weird. More we'll reverb on the dialogue, thanks. <laughs> yes. Yeah, you can turn <laughs> subtitles on, but I don't like doing that. Anyway, so the the it okay so. It's pretty much the same as every Call of Duty campaign there's been for more than a decade. Yeah. It is not in any way a reinvention of it, really, um, which they were kind of putting it forward as. They're like, yeah. you, it, it's here we go, Modern Warfare's back, and it's different, and it's gritty, and it's fucking this and that. They were. They were kind of being like the characters you know and love, but we've fucking dialed it up to 11 and it's a revolution of Call of Duty gameplay yeah. and it's more cinematic and like that was what, that was the marketing push. And some of it kind of is, mm. but the story is fucking stupid in some ways that kind of happened with the originals where like you've got Russia invading America, but mm-hmm. then it's like this weird comic book story about a general betraying you. Right. So it kind of makes it like, oh, well, this is this a bit weird that you're having me shoot a bunch of people in an airport? Because then you're like, effectively this kind of like comic book villain is doing, you know what I mean? Like that right. mix of gritty real world, we've modeled these guns and we've paid the gun companies right. to let us do it. Yeah. These are actual army fatigues based on the, yeah. Yeah. And then it does this kind of stupid fucking story. Mm. It makes it seem not disrespectful because I don't want to give it that much importance yeah. or credit. Like Just gratuitous or f- yeah. like the treatment Immature of the, yeah, and stupid. Yeah. And that's how this one feels again. And they've they've tried to go further with the um you know the fucking war is bad, <laughs> but then you have to be the good guy and there has to be a bad guy. So they're not saying war is bad; they're saying war that isn't us doing it is bad. Right. That it, and it doesn't. They try to have like these torture scenes and these like. So there's like a terrorist attack in London. Yeah, there's isn't that a, how, that's how it opens. It's like the second level. Right. Um. There's things where you're like doing these kind of covert raids on like a townhouse in London because that's where the terror cell is. It's like, oh, you can shoot the wrong person if you're not careful. You can shoot a hostage. But then at the end of it goes, why'd you fucking do that? And that's kind of it. Right. So it's like, oh, you know. Yeah. It's sort it. it, I don't know. A British person chastising you doesn't make you feel that bad. It makes you feel like... (laughs) You're Mr. Bean. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know right. what I mean? And you've dropped the painting and someone's like, why'd you do that? And he's like... Mm-hmm. I don't mean that. That's not actually my criticism with it. I just thought <laughs> that'd be funny to say, right? But like, it just... It's... it's it's For as much as it's trying to be like, fucking hell, imagine if you shot a hostage. Yeah. Right. It's weightless. And then you do and mm, nothing happens. Yeah or, yeah. or it's just like, don't do that. Yeah. And it resets <laughs> it. Or it's just like... Yeah, it should be like... All right. Well, we're we're putting you in court martial, and yeah. you're probably going to get discharged, and that's the end of the game. You sure? And it deletes <laughs> your, di- burns the yeah. disc, and whatever. Yeah. I, I don't know. You've done or- a big fucky wucky, you <laughs> yeah. bozo. Yeah. <laughs> it's that fucking nanny. <laughs> yeah, yeah, super nanny. Yeah, the, super nanny. Yeah, 
the it's like even when you do the right thing it's and it's like oh it's a bit gray yeah i shot this woman and maybe she was innocent but she was going for a detonator it's never actually gray right it's right. always fuck good thing you're the guy with the gun right because you shot the bad guy with the gun so right. the only person who could kill a bad guy with a gun is a good guy with a gun mm. that's ultimately always the message of these games yep. it's really weirdly like well no the guy with the biggest muscle should be us america <laughs> right there's like this thing about there's like a war crime that happens in it that i think they're reading too much into because it's a pretty general kind of mm. um setup where it's like a bombing of a, a road and people get caught in the crossfire they make it so that the russians did it but in real life there was a very similar thing that the americans did it just doesn't admit right. like no everyone in this is fucked and it's all being driven by corporate interests or whatever right uh it it, it makes it like no we are actually the good guys fighting the actual terrorists yeah right. and right. these terrorists are a big strong muscly fucking russian dude who's trying to kill a child yeah so you right. tell me that they he's allowed to live you know what right, i mean there's right, no right. fucking nuance to it as much as it wants to be like well isn't this like crazy to think about what war's really like it's mm. like well You've not made what war is really like. There's a section... Uh, I don't... Like, I'll give a couple of spoilers here if you're interested. Skip ahead three minutes. <laughs> sure. Um, you, there's a section where you play as, like, a kid who's a younger version of a character who's in the modern time. So you go back in time and there's, like, a gas attack and these people die and you're the kid being chased around by this big fucking dude and he's trying to kill you and you stab him. And it's like, oh, my God, these kids just killed someone. But it's like... It, d- it just doesn't land. Mm. None of it. None of it has the. And there's some. I think part of the problem is that there's something really weird about if you set up a terrorist attack in London mm. and all these people are being shot in literally Piccadilly Square that you've l- really recreated. Yeah. Like okay, wow, that'd be hectic. Yeah, that's a very uh, intense scenario. There's something really weird about then building that level to have fun sniping spots for yeah. you to shoot from as a player. Yeah. That makes that that this really big disconnect there where you can't get behind the games like yeah oh my god war <laughs> right so it sounded at the start like it had just seen some huge knockers because <laughs> it's trying to be great like, sniping oh. spot to see in someone's bedroom window <laughs> <laughs> it can't be going war is fucking shit and fucked man it's crazy and it's terrible and then at the same time going it's kind of fun but right yeah right yeah. which it, is the the thesis of call of duty yeah so it doesn't it none of it it all just washes off it all cancels yeah. each other out yeah and it ultimately feels like nothing sure um it looks amazing mm. it looks really really good it's running at a really solid 60 frames a second it did hitch actually a few times for me so not that solid mm. but like it, it like these weird hitches where it's clearly loading or something right the lighting looks so fucking amazing mm-hmm. you turn all the lights off and you turn a torch on Oh. You look for that Call of Duty disc, <laughs> you put it in your Xbox, and then you get a good-looking video game. But like, Fuck. Why do we let him get away with this? <laughs> time torches. and again, time and time again. The, the lighting stuff, the night vision stuff, all of that, it looks fucking incredible. Right. Um, and it's clearly, again, a very expensive game with a bunch of very talented people working on it mm-hmm. that once again seem completely hamstrung by the fact that they are making the most popular video game in the world. Mm. Right, and right. so at the end of the day, it has to be fun. It can't have something to actually say about war because they're yep. paying the military to help yeah. them. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Like, of course, the fucking Department of Defense who are working with them and then donating to the veterans of, and there's a bunch of good things to it, but it's not going to make for an interesting war story yeah. of the type that they are trying to say that they're making because 
it's got to end up pretty de- definite who was right and who was wrong. Yes. And who's the, right is always the player who mm. they're trying to make feel in this crazy situation, but you want to also be free to uh, have fun. Right, because I think that any attempts to do an actual anti-war game have felt poorly executed. Yeah. It's not like a movie where it's like, this is a war movie or an anti-war movie where it's clear that literally no one involved has done anything good right. and should be proud of themselves and, in fact, are all suffering PTSD and war is the worst thing that can possibly happen. Yeah, It's a game where, like you said, you have to be able to win. <laughs> exactly. And you have to be able to have fun along the way. Yeah. And it it just doesn't seem to gel People always cite Spec Ops the line. Yeah, as that's this what one I was that did that. Of, yeah. And I really didn't like that because the trick it tried to do was like, don't you feel bad for having fun now? Yeah, yeah. It was like, no, because I saw that they were innocent people who you tried to get me to do the white fucking phosphorus on and you wouldn't let me not do it. Yeah. So right. I don't feel the least bit bad because you forced me down this path, mm-hmm. game. Uh I was just way, following orders. In a way, isn't that the yeah the best yeah. representation of war? <laughs> but it, it, I don't know. That game didn't work for me, and neither does um, this one. Yeah, uh, it. I had fun with it, and as a dumb, and I hope they clearly set it up for a sequel slash sequels, which is no surprise. But I hope that they lean more into the ridiculous comic book shit mm. and just make it this dumb, over-the-top, crazy global war story where there's no real stakes and there's no real discussion of whether war is good or bad. Right. It's just a stupid fucking gun game. Yeah, yeah right. Because it, it, it does itself, I think, a disservice to try and be this like, fuck, war! Mm. I, I just enjoy doing that again and again <laughs> type of thing because it doesn't land and it's kind of embarrassing mm. or like it's just, it feels immature in a way or like just, yeah, empty and and, and not, um, yeah, not good. Yeah. Well, that's <laughs> I ran out of steam towards <laughs> that's the That's the Noxy review of stupid fucking gun game. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> 2019. Um, we better wrap it up for another week. Oh, uh, yeah. At the very least, check out The Outer Worlds. Great game. Yeah. So good. Yeah. yeah. Um, we're going to call it a day for this episode. You head to feelthecasuals.com.au for the links to our socials oh, yeah. and our Patreon. If you chip in, mm. you can get an extra episode every week. We've also got the uh, new Bandcamp episode about the history of rareware coming out onto the Bandcamp very soon. Tuesday. Next Tuesday. Yep. So, yeah. Um, on Bandcamp. Yep. So, that'll be all over the socials and everything. We had a great time doing that. That was a ripper. Yeah. Very um, good. Yeah. Check that out. Uh, thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. And as we say here at the end of every edition of Filthy Casuals. Whoa, man. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Imagine. <laughs> My business used to be weighed down by the complexities of in-person payments. Then Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe came along and changed everything. With Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe, I streamline my payment process effortlessly. Now I can accept in-person, contactless payments right from my iPhone. No extra hardware required. What's truly remarkable is how I can cater to all of my customers' payment preferences. Whether they're using cards, Apple Pay, or other digital wallets, Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe ensure a smooth checkout experience every time. And it's not just me. Stripe helps businesses of all sizes, from local markets to global retailers, scale quickly and stay agile. To learn how Tap to Pay on iPhone and Stripe can help grow your revenue and reach, 
Visit stripe.com slash tap iPhone. 